Welcome to the Working with Wellness podcast with Gilly Thomas, body mind therapist. Gilly will be sharing stories and tips so you can integrate wellness easily throughout your day. This week, join Gilly as she continues to explore energy and how you can get unstuck. Welcome back. And today I'm going to start by telling you a story about how I got aware of energy initially, and then some examples of different things that stop energy or get it stuck. And finally, an introduction to you being able to tune into your own energy, because the only way you can actually unstick energy is if you know how you experience yourself and everyone experiences energy differently. Something I've discovered over years of working with people as a body-mind therapist. So I'm going to take you back with me. Oh gosh, it's about 23, 22 years ago. My daughter was almost a year old or just over a year old and I was weaning her off breast milk and onto food and she started to absolutely have these blood-curdling screaming nights that would last from about one o'clock in the morning till about five and this went on for oh weeks And I became more and more exhausted because I would try to comfort her, I'd try to soothe her, and absolutely nothing I could do seemed to actually help. Her father was in a job that took him away, and so I was the primary caregiver, and I ended up feeling like I was going crazy because I was. I I went to see a therapist because I felt like I was going so nutso, And she said to me, well, you know, they've done some experiments in different, you know, terrible circumstances where they've deprived people of sleep. And what they've discovered is lack of sleep leads to insanity. So no wonder you're feeling like you're going crazy. Go away. All you need to do is get some sleep. So fortunately, my husband was home and he took my daughter and I went away and slept and slept and slept. And I, I felt a lot better. I felt well enough that I could start to hear different things that people were saying to me, like maybe she's got some allergies. And because I didn't know allergies, I hadn't really considered that. It was back in the day before people really knew a lot about allergies. And another friend of mine had just been into a naturopath and had some wonderful results with him. So we lived out of, out of town, so we had to make the journey into the city and see these different specialists. The, the allergist, you know, pricked her and, and said to me, got the results back and said, you know, your daughter is not allergic to anything. Please don't starve her and, uh, and stop fussing about it. <laughs> I looked at him in complete disbelief. I was like, you know, look at my daughter. She's got a round head, a round body. Obviously, I'm feeding her. And, uh, and if she's not allergic to something, then what is causing her to wake up in the middle of the night screaming for so many hours? So I took her next to the naturopath and the naturopath, she was just over a year old. So she, she wasn't, he couldn't actually do the testing on her by herself. So he sat her on my knee 
and I held her. She, she would hold this little vial of a food substance in her hand, and I held my arm out from my, my shoulder at a 90-degree angle, and I was to hold my arm out, and if he could push my arm down, it meant that she was allergic to the substance that she was holding. So there was a couple of things that I was absolutely determined that she was going to be able to eat. I wanted her to be able to drink milk so she could get calcium and vitamin D. I wanted her to eat tomatoes because I love to cook. I cooked all of her food for her and I used tomatoes as a base for a lot of things. And I was a raft guide. I was a rock climber. I was a strong woman. So when he came to to push my arm down with two fingers, I was thinking there is no way he's going to be able to move my arm. Well, it was fascinating because the things that she was sensitive to, I could not for the life of me hold my arm up. It just plummeted to the ground. So that was my first kind of like, wow, this is really cool how your energy can be impacted by something that you're sensitive to. I didn't actually even really know that energy existed at that time. But what they explained to me was that mothers are very connected to their children when they've just given birth to them. And so their children's energy is really connected to the mother's energy. So whatever impacted her would also impact me. So we, oh gosh, she was allergic to milk, wheat, um, tomatoes, and all of the different food dyes. So you have blue, green, red, and yellow food dyes. Some people are sensitive to one or two of them or none. She was sensitive to all of them. So I took her off of everything she was sensitive to. And within three days, she slept through the night and continued to do so. I was like, wow, this is great. So I started getting my sleep. And then, you know, years later, I became a body-mind therapist, and I work with energy in my practice. And I started to consider, you know, like, what, what stops energy or what gets it stuck? Because I have a belief that when we're born, we arrive in the world, and we're bundles of flowing energy. And then different things happen throughout life that gets the energy to stop or get stuck. And it can be anything from physical, like allergies, sleep deprivation. If you have an injury where you have some kind of uh, like a, a broken leg, or you fall on your side, that can stop the energy. It can be emotional. If you um, are, you know, if you fall down and you hurt yourself and you start crying and someone laughs at you for crying, then that can stop that emotion of sadness. If you're um, laughing or you're really loud and somebody yells at you and tells you to be quiet, then you can stop laughing as easily. Um spiritual blocks and I, I kind of struggled with this one because they can be so so varied so the the two I thought of were when somebody tells you that Santa Claus is not real or the tooth fairy isn't real so but there can be different spiritual blocks that happen in in different religions and so that can stop you 
if somebody tells you that you're stupid or you, you'll never understand something intellectually, then you can develop a block towards that topic. Now, there can also be recognition that you don't understand a certain topic in ways that somebody else can. For example, I'm not great at math. And, um, and it's not because I think I'm stupid at math. It's just simply my mind works differently than mathematicians. And thank goodness we have differences. So it's, it's an ability to see that you're differentiate between what's a block and what's your strength. Okay. And that's kind of getting off on another tangent. So I'm going to come, come back here and say that, you know, blocks don't always happen when somebody, Um, stops you or you get injured or hurt, it can also come from a place of good intention. So if you're running full out after a ball and the ball's running, rolling towards a street, then an adult can see what's, you know, what they perceive as being dangerous and yell at you to stop. And then the joy of running can get stopped too or get stuck. So so there's a lot of different ways to, to get energy flowing again. The first thing, though, that you need to do is get a sense of tuning into energy and getting aware of how you experience it because everybody experiences energy differently. I've been teaching different classes for over 20 years now about the, the energy centers and systems, and it is fascinating how Everybody has their own unique um, experience with energy because it is a subtle, a subtle uh, experience. It's not like something that's obvious that everyone can see. Once you start to tune into it, it's incredibly obvious. It's as tangible as this desk that I'm sitting at right now. But you need to take the time to sit back and tune into how you experience energy. So if you're curious at all, then I really invite you to listen to the. It's kind of a guided meditation. And if you don't feel energy immediately, don't worry about it. When I started doing Rubenfeld Synergy, I think it took me about six weeks to two months to even start to really appreciate how I experienced energy. Anyway, it's a really fun journey and it can become another tool and a way for you to feel better in this life, to flow freer. So enjoy, and I really welcome your feedback. Thank you for joining me today. You can find Wellness Podcast Library at workingwithwellness.ca if you're interested in previous podcasts I've done. And feel free to share this with your friends, family, if you found it interesting, helpful. I'd also like to thank musician John Bell and technicians Michelle Lee and Nicole Chirac. Have a great couple of weeks. Practice that meditation and notice the difference it makes in your life. I hope it's wonderful for you.